Oh my god. Oh my god, it's Benny and Stevie! Oh my god, it's Benny Ball! Hello! Steve, turn your camera on. Hi, Benny! Hello, darling. How are you? I am fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know this was happening, so I'm in my dressing gown. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I'm. Hi! Hello! Um, I'm Betty Ball. That's, I know! That's Stevie B. I and know. may I ask who are you? in a dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my name is Mark. I currently live in Traverse City, Michigan. Well, hello, and uh, welcome to Speak Up Sunland. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> I'm Stevie B. He's a Mac. And I'm Mark. <laughs> hey, this is this is like normal studio, this isn't it? <laughs> All right, that was me. All right. I'm Betty Ball. I'm Stevie B. I'm Mark Whitley. He's a Mac. She's from South Shields. And I'm from Chicago, but currently living in Traverse City, Michigan. Yay! That's what he talked about twelve times. Yay! need to describe the look on his face. <laughs> it's like someone who's just been given the best Christmas present ever. Even me mum doesn't pull that face when she sees us. I'm going to tell her she's got it up again. <laughs> He's got a bloody beetroot, look at him. Oh boy, yeah, it tends to happen. But now I've got a number one fan, bottom left hand side of my screen. I would love to know why are you a number one fan of Speak of Sunderland? I heard that he was doing this podcast called Speak Up Sunderland, and it was really awesome to get a great perspective from across the pond. Oh, I feel like I need to ask, because I'm a Nebby Nora. Okay. What's your favorite episode and why? My favorite episode? Gosh. Uh, the lighthouse episode was cool. The bridge was cool. Oh, man. You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, how about my favorite moment is when you were in the, the prancing around in the fountain and off in the background you said, I'm getting wet! <laughs> That's my That's favorite my moment. Because it's just, it's just hilarious. <laughs> like, I could just picture, because I remember, Stevie, you were talking to someone and then just way off in the background we hear Betty just say, I'm getting wet! I cracked up started laughing hysterically at that moment. That's my favorite moment from the show. We're at the fountains. I'm trying to think of a composition that might look nice. The sun's went in a bit. So... <laughs> You're listening and all of a sudden in the back, I'm getting wet! This it's hilarious. So, As obviously this is about Sunderland, do you find that we 
do you find that you find out a lot more about Sunderland? Do I find out a lot more about Sunderland from you guys? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm loving hearing about what the everyday common life is for people in Sunderland. You talk to the average people. You talk to the artists and the shop owners and hear what they do and, and what their lives are like. And I think that's a very unique perspective. I feel like we don't often hear about the everyday stories. Getting that perspective of going out and talking to people and hearing what they have to say and what their jobs are like definitely brings a bit of humanity to to culture. And it's really wonderful to hear that perspective. It's, well, firstly, thanks. Thanks for that. That's really heartwarming. To hear, to hear that as well, but I can understand what you're saying because Sunderland, as I've said many times on the on, on the podcast, I'm born and bred here. It's it's a very working class city, and I think you find that whoever we speak to, they're all very different, but they're all very similar. It's a pure kind of working class we've got, and particularly now because we're in lockdown. I mean, I'm in my street now. I'll show you that. I know that person over there more now. I'm in lockdown. I know that person more now because we're in lockdown. But that's what Northeast people are, and that's what Sunderland people are. I think we're very humble. I'll stop there because I'll just go on for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you're not from Sunderland, but obviously you're a true, proper, proud Northeast person. Would you agree with that? The way speak of Sunderland works is because I'm not from Sunderland. I'm from Shields, which is just afterwards. I come along on the journey, and I learn as I do it. I work in Sunderland, but... As I've progressively done episode by episode of Speak of Sunday, I've fell in love with the city more. And mm. yeah, I would agree. The podcast has a place and it hits the nail on the head if you want to know about the city, the real city. If you want to know the heart and soul of the city, you listen to Speak of Sunderland because that's exactly what it is. It says it in the name. If you ever come to Sunderland, you need to get in Stevie's banger car, sit next to the, in, on the front seat. I'll let you sit in the front seat next to the plum oil and you'll get a pure feeling and smell. You know what? It is bloody well, if I ever do go back across the pond and visit Sunderland, I'll try and get in Stevie's car. <laughs> you you have to get in Stevie's car, because if you want to do the true Speak Up Sunderland experience, you need to eat uh, like uh, an industrial bag of skills. You need to sit, survive in Stevie's car. Uh, you need... uh, excuse me, there's nothing wrong with my driving. <laughs> it's your directions where we go wrong. No, it's not. She says turn left and then she's actually pointing right. No, I'm not. So what would you like to see us do? Is there anything that like, you want us to do or cover? Um, well, I remember one episode. Both of you each came up with five things around Sunderland that you would like to see or do. Oh. And I remember hearing you guys discuss each one of them. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Oh, that sounds cool. But I don't think we actually got to all of those ideas. Hmm. I remember that. I remember that. Can you? Yeah. God, you've got a good did. memory, like an elephant. I think we did. I think we did two or three. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I think each of you came up with five different things, and then like you put them in a hat and like drew one of them, and then the next oh, episode. Yes. Remember now? Yes. We were in the studio. We started that off in the recording studio, and we picked them out. I remember. I vividly remember that. If I didn't move up the way, that would have been like right in my eye. Good. Charming. Love you. You're going to poison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get poisoned tonight. 
Right, so our top five places to go in Sunderland are as follows. Pier uh, Square from Betty. Sunderland Football Club. I have Sunderland Empire on the stage. Sunderland Minster. Northern Spire, brand new bridge. St Peter's Church. I have the fire station, which is right next to the Empire. And last one for me is Tunsil and Rocky Hill. Tunsil Hill. And my last one is the oldest pub in Sunderland, the Dunkow. Second oldest. Fine, second oldest. Or one of the oldest. Well, will not, you make your mind which one it is? Because I don't know. It's just one of the oldest, that's all okay. I know. Okay. <laughs> one of the oldest pubs in Sunderland, the Dunkow. I'm not a tour operator, you know. I'm, You're I don't from know. here, you You've never oh, like, okay. You're from Association. What's you all came up with some great ideas on that episode, and I would love for you to follow up on those ideas and those locations to visit. Uh, for someone who is not from the United Kingdom, who've only been there once for a span of about a week and a half, and as also as a history major, I would love to hear about the culture and history of the North. My then-girlfriend and I drove all the way from London to Sunderland and then up to Edinburgh. And, yeah, I'll never drive through London ever again because it's crazy. But driving through the English countryside was beautiful, and I'll do that again in a heartbeat. And I couldn't help but wonder about all of the history that had been through that region that I drove through. So I went to... Sunderland, went to Edinburgh, went to Dune Castle, of course, Monty Python, uh, went to York and <laughs> saw the York Walls and the Shambles, and then back to London. And your country is so full of history. And personally, I'd love to hear about it because that's who I am as a history major. But it's also great to hear about the cultural aspects of just Sunderland and what that town is like. It's really fascinating to hear about. Huh? You need a tetanus job. Snickers. Oh. This is my cash. You're getting, diva, a, you're getting like a pure, uh, you're getting a pure, pure speak up Sunderland uh, VIP here. Like. It's not glamorous, is it? You're sitting on bed with your dressing gown on and I'm in a van. Stevie, where where are you right now? No, I'm in my van. So you're, you're in your van on a random street in Sunderland? I'm, out, I'm outside my house. You're outside your house. Why are why are you not in your house? I'm sorry. I must ask. Because I have two dogs that constantly bark if I'm on the phone. Okay. All right. Because, that makes sense. Because I'm not giving okay. them attention. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> this is the quietest place I can go to, which is ridiculous. I mean, I'm... <laughs> as long as it works, as long as it works. Whereas, exactly. as Betty, you've got a very quiet cat, and I have some very quiet fish. So I've just had a cat bum in my face. You're <laughs> <laughs> just like lovely. <laughs> Cheers, KB. So is there so, any episodes that you've listened to that have made you feel more emotional or something that, that's made you go, ooh, I didn't know that? One of your first episodes, it was a guy who... Human oh, trafficking. Man. Yes, the human trafficking, yes. That was quite the eye-opener. Um, a very personal perspective on someone who, who was involved with that. Hi, my name is Joey. I'm from Vietnam. I am 22 years old. In poor country, is a lot of people. They don't have food, don't have money, and they so working too hard day by day. I lost my family. I lost my parents forever when I had five years. So I've been my life alone. I met some people and they not good people, they are so bad people like mafia or the gangster and they took me to other country, to other play and 
I have to working a lot day by day. Yeah, but they treat me very bad, not good. They move me here in UK. I think I should escape and I escape from them. I actually met him six months afterwards and it was incredible because his English was better. He just passed an exam in English language and he got a girlfriend all in six months. Nice. And, and I've always said when people smile, they can either just smile or they smile with a whole face. And he smiles with, his whole, with all his face because he's, he's so grateful for everything that he's got from everything that he used to have. And yeah, we do. We need to maybe follow up on that one. That would, that would be really good to... Um... There was a good American connection with that one because he chose the name Joy because of friends. Yes. Speak English with friends. Yes, I remember that. I wonder how many people have learned English because of friends. <laughs> I'm sure he's not the first. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was a, good, that was a, a very early episode, but definitely had a more emotional aspect to it. If you have you listened to every single episode so far? Every episode, yes. Okay. Can you remember the episode of the Macam Dictionary? Uh where one guy like brought up the dictionary of like particular words that are only unique to your area. Yes. yes. Shall we have a little little no. test? No. No. <laughs> no. Why? No. no. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you some. Um, I'll give you some lifelines. You can use me and Stevie once each. So you've got two lifelines. Phone a friend. And I will yeah. do it in the Macam way. And if I do it wrong, I'm prepared to get. You my can't do it shoot. in the Macam way. You're a Jordy. Well, then do it then. I don't care. So if I said, Claire's, what would it be? That's not right. It's Claire's. 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 <laughs> This is brilliant. Clays. I'm going upstairs to put some clays on. Running upstairs to put some clays on. I love the, the look of confusion on people's face when we do this. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, C-L-A... How do you spell this in, word? In the dictionary, it's C-L-A-Y-S. It, that's a real word? Clays? All right, so you would run upstairs to put on some clays. So I would assume that this is an article of clothing. It's, it's actually, that's what it means. It's clothing. Oh, it's just clothing. Clears is just clothes. Oh. Hey, got right. Oh, I know, I'm right. impressed. All right, all right, okay. So that's one. All right. Okay, are you ready for two? Go for it. I'll have to give him a prize. Next. Nice. Stevie, give him a word. Um, <laughs> oh, so many. Drocked. What? 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 Even Penny doesn't know this one. Drocked. Drocked? Fraught? What? Stevie, even I don't know that, and I am from the Northeast. I came in from outside and I was absolutely drocked. You came in from outside and you're absolutely drocked. Uh, you the, know what, what that, you because I can tell by the look on your face. Yeah. What were the weather conditions outside? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say we <laughs> okay. I didn't say we were giving clues. Drocked. Uh, drenched. You're you're wet from the rain. Absolutely bang on. Woo. <laughs> okay. See, this is why he's the number one fan because he okay. secretly knows. Okay. That's two for two, right? How two much, out of two. Are well, I'm trying to find... let the Macam do the do the the finale. Finale. Oh man, I can't think of it. We would call that in America a brain fart. Is that what you say over there? Yeah. You can't think. My life's a brain fart. <laughs> gadgy. You oh, know that. Gadgy. Yeah, in a sentence that will be. He's a proper gadgy. Him. He's he's a proper ganji. Gadgy. Gadgy. He's a proper gadgy. Remember, you've got lifelines. I would love to use one, Betty, please. Okay. <laughs> it's in the life cycle. 
it's just towards the end of your life cycle. You know, I'm confused. Eh? If it's what I think it is, then yeah. No, you think he's a proper old gadget. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, oh. but we didn't say old. So what is it then? An older gentleman? Gadget is just a man, or we would say a bloke. He's a gadget. No, he's not. An old yes, gadget is. is an old person. Yeah, if you put old in front of it, it is. So you're so saying you're he's an old gadget? man? So you're a gadget? Yeah, but I'm, young, I'm, young, I'm a young-looking gadget. Bloody something. So yeah, I was useless there. I'm sorry. So it's okay. Uh, I have a friend who, like, you know, she's in theater, and of course she can do various English accents, and I really wish I could, but I can't. But as, as like, all Americans, I'm fascinated by the English accent because it's awesome, and ours is very dull and bland and boring in the Midwest. And you got the, like, the Boston accent, like, pack your car. And then the southern accent, I'm not even going to attempt that. That's basically it. There's the Midwest, the Northeast, and the South. Whereas in the UK, you guys have, like you say, accents every 10 oh, miles. You have. Just, just on accents, Betty can do an American accent, can't you, Betty? When she goes no. into Disney mode, the, no, when we were in New York, every, every five minutes, she just went into an American accent. Right. You know why? You, you know. kept walking down the street going, oh, my God. <laughs> American. Yeah. You know why, though? It's just because you're surrounded by lots of different accents, and it's new, and it's interesting, and you're, like, you get in sync, don't you? So everything I was saying, I was used to people talking in that accent, and it just kind of rubs off on you. And I was walking <laughs> around New York, and I was just annoying Stevie the entire time because... It was just there, but as soon yeah. as I'm here, it just comes straight back to the natural dialect. Exactly. When I went over to the UK, I I didn't pick up the English accent. I would like to, but I did not. But I could definitely tell that I was at times speaking with an English accent, but it, it mm -hmm. definitely did not carry through. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, for me as a listener to speak up Sunderland, although I can't see all the places that you go to, I can certainly picture them in my mind's eye. Perfect case being when you went to the lighthouse, you described how pitch black that hallway was and how you could just say something and the echo would just go on through the tunnel. Like, I couldn't see it, but I could certainly picture it. I mean, certainly easy to picture blackness, but the audio that goes along with it, you can, you can fill in the gaps in your mind. Oh my God, we're really crouched down low now. I'm nearly six foot and I'm double. We're about a minute. Fascinating with the smell, just ridiculous. It's a, it's, a, it's a smell you'll never forget, that's for sure. Like never ending. How long is this? It is 639 meters long. You see that vent there? Yeah. That's one of the vents that supplied Goliath the cream. When you're walking along the surface, you'll see these these vents up there on the top. If you switch your light out. Oh no. Oh, that's a good idea. See how dark it is? Can you imagine having to walk through here when it's uh, chest height with water, having to go and rescue somebody from the far end? I'd let them drown me. That was well, sucked really, that's And uh, the opening song to speak up, Sunderland, with the, with the seagulls, just Im immediately and instantly puts me in the mindset, oh, they're right by the sea. And visually, as a listener, it's very effective. I'm glad you've mentioned radio, because that is originally where we all met. 
but I found that podcasting has now took on another level. I find radio and podcasting are two very different things. I enjoy, I get more pleasure out of meeting and throwing myself into situations in a podcast because it can be a true reflection of who you are and what you want and what you would like to do and what you'd like to say. There's no boundaries. It's, it's you and it's whatever you want to do. But yeah, no, you haven't bring up a good point that with, with podcasts, you can really be yourself. Like you said, if you want to just talk to someone on the street about something, that's great. Like the great thing about both radio and podcasts is that both can present a story to an audience, which is really the base and the heart of what it's all about. It totally depends. But I think that's why doing something like Speak Up Sunday is such a, it's such an honor because you really can write your own book. It's phenomenal. And the power of podcasts is just skyrocketing. I would never know you existed, love, if you didn't listen to me podcast. <laughs> I will never, until the day I die, I will never forget your reaction when the video screens come on. I, I, will, <laughs> I will smile for the next seven days. I love the fact that we've done this. Like I said, even my mom doesn't give us that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so unexpected. I don't give you that reaction, Betty. I don't expect it from you. I'm bloody used to you. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like a week or two ago, Jay said, hey, Mark, next Saturday, 11 o'clock your time, we'll do a video chat. I'm like, all right, cool. We can catch up. That's awesome. Next thing I know, he's like, uh, he's like, sorry, did I say video chat? I meant speak up Sunderland. I'm like, wait, what? And then I pulled this up and I see Stevie and Betty. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Is this happening? <laughs> It was it was oh. the dressing gown, Betty. If I knew, I wouldn't. I'm, the, the damage is done. That would be that was so funny, you know, because that literally could have been anything. You could have been wearing anything. That would have been so funny. Really, yeah, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've just had a flashback of one of my favourite episodes, actually. It wasn't at the time, but one of my favourite episodes was when I got a tattoo done. Exactly what I was going to say. Did, can is you that remember that episode? Will Superfly tattoos? When... Oh, you got the tattoo! <laughs> I love that tattoo. Yes. When we let Sunderland decide what was going on Stevie's back, and it was so close to being Adam Wood's face. I nearly lost my marriage because of that. Yeah, no, it was funny, though. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, mate, you ready? No. <laughs> Oh God! Oh! Very Oh! Wow, you bugger! You alright? No. Can you cope with that? How long have you got? Um, a couple of minutes. A couple of what? Just be calm. You're doing great, Stevie. Uh, oh! Why do people do this? Think of your. Oh, it smells like burnt pork. Oh, that's. <laughs> 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 Pork's catching in the name. Really? Can you smell it? Mark, what, what, what did you think of the being an American? What did you think of our episode when we we're in New York? A little podcast in the Big Apple. I like that title. Very clever. I've only been to New York twice. It was beautiful. Now, I am originally from the western suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. And so the city, Chicago is about an hour away from me. So going to city, going to Chicago, going to the city is always a big deal. But the cool thing about Chicago is that although it's a city, it feels like a small kind of city. I went to New York. Oh my goodness. You just, it's a city everywhere aside from the lovely and beautiful Central Park. The only place in the city you can go where it doesn't feel like a city at all. And there's always people, there's always car horns and, and sirens. But uh, the atmosphere of New York City, I thought, was very lovely. I have a wonderful memory of New York City. 
having a um, 50-something-year-old Stevie kicking and screaming like a 10-year-old because I made him walk for about 45 minutes to get the best bagel in New York. Oh, but how good was that bagel? Oh, it was phenomenal. So much, I made a slow-mo video of you eating it in Central Park. But you were kicking and screaming the entire time. A good friend, a good friend of mine, he's, uh, he's been to New York three times. And he's only been to Chicago once. And he said he much prefers Chicago. He said it was very similar to New York. The scenery was better. The facilities were better. And... Is that where the Red Bridge is? The Golden, Golden Bridge? No, that's that right. is San Francisco. San Francisco. Sorry. I do apologize. Yeah. I've offended you. I'm sorry. That's... Sorry. That's about two and a half thousand miles away from it. Yeah, you're off by about 2,500 miles. <laughs> I love America. I want to go to blonde. so many places in America. I've got a guy coming around in about 10 minutes to look at our garden. So well, I was my garden, We're going to get a nice patio built so you can nice. all come around. Oh, that's nice. Can you not build it yourself, eh? Don't be silly. I'm Why? Because I'm a radio DJ. And? I'm a busy on... lifeguard. Yeah, but I can't... I'm a man. I can't multitask. That's true. Then if anything goes wrong, it's not my fault. I, I'm just happy to talk to you guys. This is awesome. <laughs> Arguing about Steve's you know what? If, if ever we make any money on this, or we can ever afford to do this, we should just suddenly turn up on Mark's door. Not Wednesday. Hi, Mark. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? That would be, be in that dressing gown still. That'd be that'd be fantastic. <laughs> well, I've had a lovely time. Same. I love that. Speak Up Sunderland is a unique podcast in that you, you get the perspective of a small town that's different. Like when I told people that, oh, I'm going to the United Kingdom and I'm going to go to London, we're going to go to, to Edinburgh, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, and I stopped by Sunderland. I get all these looks from people like, why would you go there? <laughs> well, I think those people are massively underestimating just how lovely Sunderland really is. Sure, it's not a tourist town, but it's an average town, but not in a bad way, in that if you want to know what the average person is, what a real life is, not the tourist, oh, I'm going to Buckingham Palace, I'm going to go to Tower Bridge, I'm going to go to Edinburgh. No, if you want what the, what the normal person like is like in the United Kingdom, you can go to Sunderland. If I was a person who just wanted to see what it was really like to live in the United Kingdom, I'd go to Sunderland. Aww, I like him. Can we keep him? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> See, Mark is now our official US correspondent for Speak of Sunday. I accept. I accept. <laughs> hey there, Jay here, producer from behind the scenes at Speak Up Sunderland. It's always really lovely and heartwarming to speak to someone who uh, really appreciates the work that you do. So a huge, huge thank you to the man that we are now calling our number one fan internationally. He's heard all of our episodes. Thank you to Mark Whitley, you superstar. An utter pleasure speaking to you and looking back on some of our favorite moments from the series as well. Speak Up Sunderland is hosted by Betty Ball and Stevie B and produced by me, Jay Sykes. Our music with the gorgeous sounds of the sea and seagulls is by Timecrawler82 and our new logo and branding is by Georges Vinicio. Thank you for bearing with us during lockdown as well. There's not been much material coming from us and Betty, Stevie and I, we've all been really busy doing different things and life has moved us in different directions during this period so we've not had much chance to come together. 
but at the moment we've got a few episodes in the pipeline and we're looking forward to making those more regular as we come out of lockdown. For instance, at the moment we're working with the Sunderland Soup Kitchen on a couple of episodes in partnership with them, and we're back on the hunt again for more projects in and around Sunderland that deserve to be spoken about, that deserve to have a platform. So if you know of anybody doing great things in the area, then please do get in touch. And if you want to support us at Speak Up Sunderland, you can do. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube as well. We'd love to build up our YouTube following. And soon we'll be launching a Patreon as well. So if you fancy supporting us a little bit financially and like the work that we do in terms of giving worthy people and projects a platform to talk about their projects in and around Sunderland, then you'll soon be able to do so. Keep your eyes peeled. But I'm going to give the final word of this episode to our number one fan internationally, Mark Whitley. Thank you again. <laughs> like, I could just picture her in the background just frolicking around in the fountain <laughs> while Stevie and Ryan are like, you know, with you recording. And she's just dancing around and you just hear her say, I'm getting wet! <laughs> It's just, I can visualize it. It's just perfect. <laughs> Maybe I just, I just enjoy the small things in life. I don't know, but I just love that moment. I'm getting wet. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!